Good day, everyone. Hello. Happy Friday. Back to our full game yes. meeting. Full game. You both left me in the last. Well, you went on. Oh, you went had a long a, weekend. When did yes. you, you, you go camping? Um, yes, camper vanning. Camper vanning. Did you get laid? <laughs> wow. That was really straightforward. Not in the van, it felt wrong. <laughs> It's like I'm giving this back to someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the mountainside or what? <laughs> Maybe not. We'll just leave that. This escalated like very quickly. We just talked about not laughing too much on our podcast because we're so loud, and that's all we've done. So oh, sorry, I'm crying now. Anyway, Jay got laid, everyone. Move on. <laughs> Not in a van. <laughs> Just to clarify. Where'd you go? Yeah. To get laid. Where? To get laid. <laughs> in Cairns. <laughs> I went on a week's holiday in Cairns and I got back last night. And I've just been here. Just working. Working. Working, working, working. Mm. How's the flight? So the first flight was fine. Mm. It was on a big jet. Mandy scared of planes. Mm. Scared of flying. Just scared of them. Like, oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of coming at me. Um, scared of flying. The first one was really good. It was a big jet and it was probably the best I've ever flown. And I was like really happy. I was like, I'm cured. I'm over it. And then the second one was the 717. So oh, there's a three, three and two with Ooh, the rose. Little one. Little one. Didn't and like it that. made so many noises. And it was like, the thing, like the takeoff wasn't too bad, but the landing, they kept... And I remember you said to me once when I was flying, because I said to you I was scared of takeoffs and landings, and you said, well, I wouldn't be worried about takeoff, it's a landing. If anything's going to happen, it'd be in the landing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so every time I fly, I think of that. I'm like, it's going to go down, it's going to be d- during the landing. So, and then, like, during the landing, the plane kept, like, like, speeding up, slowing down, speeding up, slowing down. It felt like it was, like, dropping and coming back up. It probably was. Why? Because <laughs> they're trying to get the right, t- like, speed. But, like, you don't feel that on a bigger... Well, I didn't feel it on yeah. a bigger one. I don't know. It's but it was, like... So it honestly felt like we were... Because it was nighttime as well, so I couldn't see out the window too much. It honestly felt like we were nearly touching down and then just drop... Like, no, going back up again. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, like, oh, we're nearly there. Oh, God, we're not there. Oh, God, we're there. So it was a bit stressful, but... Um, I feel like I need to tell the story now. We went to... This is nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> we went down to regionals a couple of years ago. Me, Mandy Bell, and Woodsy... Um, down to Wollongong and we were all sitting together on the way down and then on the way back they split us up and Mandy ended up sitting next to a psychic hypnotist <laughs> because we we all like sat down we we're like oh my god she's gonna lose her mind and then we tried to go and swap with the lady she's like no I was meant to be here and we were like okay crazy and she like tried to hypnotize her on the plane <laughs> I think, what was it, Woodsy? She was like, yeah. this is our friend. She's actually really scared of flying over this big sob story. And the woman just turned around and looked at her and she was like, no, I was supposed to be here. Oh <laughs> I was like, God. what the fuck? <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> didn't work, obviously. It didn't cure you. I thought, I thought it worked. Yeah. It didn't work. Mm. She didn't tried work. to hypnotize you to stay calm? Yeah. Oh, jeez. She's whispering in my ear the whole takeoff. <laughs> That's hilarious. That very funny. No one swapped seats with you, She though. had been drinking a lot also. I should probably have. <laughs> breath alcohol on her breath (laughs) anyway what are we what are we talking about today um i had a question come in a couple of weeks well not really even a question just a topic of discussion um a couple of weeks ago about body image and i know jay 
when we talked about this a little bit earlier, Jay's had a conversation with a member earlier this week too. So I was like, cool, perfect timing. Let's do it. Let's do it. So you had a conversation with someone this week, you say? Yes. I'm pretty sure it was like Monday morning. Someone approached me and I um, was trying to think why, why it came up in conversation. But anyway, this person was just saying, how do you go about not comparing yourself, your looks to other people? And how do you like move on from that? Because this person her whole life has always been in that comparison mode and always pretty much have, has been unhappy within herself, like not seeing herself as, you know, attractive or beautiful in that. So yeah, that got conversation going. What did you say? A few things, like I really had to think about it. Um, I think for me, like with my journey, it was a lot of putting things in perspective. So I tend to like zone in on things a lot and that becomes like my whole world. So when I focus on like negative things about my body, that's all I can think of. And I think of people thinking that about me when really it's got nothing to do with me. Um, So I told her like almost zoning out of that or zooming out I guess um and putting things in perspective like when I'm this sounds so morbid but like when I am on my deathbed or like my last day or whatever will I want to look back and think like I wasted all my years like hating myself or not being happy or comparing and looking at other people and not making the most of what I have right now because this is what I've got and I've got to work with it so just thinking of perspective like that like this is just one moment in time let's look at the big picture Um, But it has been like a a progress of finding like what makes me happy and how I can make myself feel good and appreciate someone else's like beauty and looks and whatnot, but not having that connection between that person and myself. Like, yeah. And so let's go right back to the start Yeah. for all of us then. Um, We'll start with Mandy actually. Have you ever struggled with body image? No. I think people will be really surprised by how different our answers are. Yeah, I think the stories are all pretty different. Um, I think where I grew up and the people I was around, I hung around with a lot of dudes when I was a teenager um, and only a couple of girls. And like we were like, I guess you could say like it was just us and like we were like the in crowd and there was no, no like, there was no big, big, like no one really ever commented on that. It wasn't a thing. It wasn't really like as a teenager. It wasn't really a thing. Do you think it's because you were in such a small town there was none of that like shops fashion, and like makeup yeah, and exactly. We yeah. were too busy smoking cigarettes <laughs> as, as we learned today. <laughs> too busy getting high and yeah. drinking to and even what about because you got into the fitness industry quite young. How did you find that transition then? <laughs> I was just too worried about how unfit I was when I first got into <laughs> it. Um, like there was definitely periods like I'm still a girl, I'm a female obviously um, and I think based on what you see on television, what you see in magazines. Like, I don't think that anyone is immune to it. Mm. I think you're always going to come across it. Um, but I, f- like, I don't really struggle with it because if I want it, I'll make sure I get it. Yeah. So I don't struggle with, like, I don't do the, the cycle pattern stuff of, like, um, oh, I feel fat, better go eat my body weight in donuts because I feel that way. Yeah. Because, like, like, if I want something, I'll just make sure I get it. Yeah. Like, that's how I've always sort of... Um, being programmed. Being programmed. Yeah. So, like, if you felt not good about yourself, you would just go and fix fix that problem. I would try. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. not, like, an emotional... Like, obviously, there's emotional, um, like, you know, ebbs and... F- mm. What's the word? Yeah, ebbs and flows or whatever. But not to the, like, the cycle stuff that you see. Um, but there was a point where I think it was early 20s when I wanted to 
sort of pursue um, like fitness modeling, bodybuilding mm. stuff. So we started doing, my friend and I, Cam, we started doing like split body programs at the gym. And I wasn't gaining the same way she was because she was just built that way yeah. and I was not. Yeah. So that was like a little bit deflating. But instead of me going like, I'm not looking the way I need to look like with this, I was like, that's not for me. Yeah. Like I just Move moved on. on to something else. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. And then what about, so that was like as like an early like teenager adult, like what about now that you're like very established in the fitness industry and you're surrounded by you know, like we go to comps quite a lot and we go down to CrossFit events quite a lot. Like, do you ever struggle there? I don't think so because like the reason I'm, the thing I love about CrossFit and like what I've always loved about it and the reason, like I fell into that after the bodybuilding sort mm. of thing was because it doesn't really matter how you look, it matters what you can do with your body. Yeah. And that's what, like I, I appreciate how other people and other women look and I'm like, damn, she hot. Yeah. But, and I, like, I probably get, like, a moment of, like, fuck, I wish I looked like that. Yeah. But not to the point of, like... I hate myself. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Never that. No, never that way. Because, like, and I, like Jay said before, I've always lent on that with everything I do. It's morbid, morbid as fuck, but it's so true. It's, like, am, is this really going to matter now? Is it really going to matter in five years? Is it really going to matter when I'm laying my, on my deathbed? Fuck, I wish I looked like that. That yeah. whole life. I can't believe I didn't end up looking the way that I wanted to look. Yeah. That's... I always lean on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. I would say no. Mm, interesting. Mm, what about you? Oh, my story. I don't know how much time we've got. but <laughs> um, So, I did do I did fitness and figure modeling for like five or six years. So, um, I was pretty fucked up, to be honest. Like, when I finished, particularly when I finished, I had such a shitty relationship with food. Um, I was like scared to eat off my plan and scared to eat food that I didn't weigh. And I always thought that looking a certain way would make me happy, but it never did. It's, um, you're always wanting the next thing. Like I, I was very lean and I was like, um, made it like came third at nationals. Like I was doing all right. Um, but I was still wasn't happy. Like there's always stuff that I still wanted to fix and change. And like, that was, that's so unhealthy, I think. So, so you got into it wanting to look a certain way yeah. thinking that was going to bring yes. you happiness. Yeah. You got there and went, I'm still not happy. Yeah. 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 So, um, so that was probably, when did I finish that? Ooh, probably like five or six years ago, I reckon my last comp was, um, and that was, yeah, it was like not a good time in my life. Looking back on it now at the time, I thought it was fine, but I had no friends. I didn't socialize. Like I was just so, um, so determined to like get to that end goal. But then I got there and it was like, it still wasn't enough. Mm. So I think I've like grown up my whole life with body image issues. I was talking to Jay about this before. I was always, always pretty athletic as a kid. Um, and I think I was like a lot bigger than girls and people would always comment on that. Um, and that just like sticks in my brain as a teenage girl. I think you're pretty vulnerable to that. Um, apart from you apparently. <laughs> I, was just, I was just thinking of like me in the same situation. Yeah. My, like what we're talking about this morning, my ears and my ankles. I remember my, um, my best mate's stepdad. So my best mate finally got me to wear, everyone's gonna know why I wear headbands now. <laughs> My best friend's stepdad, um, so my best friend was like, no, your ears are fine, like, I'm going to do your hair, because I always used to wear my hair um, to cover my ears or wear, like, hats or whatever, and we were sitting at the dinner table, and she had done my hair really nice, and my stepdad was like, fuck, you got, fuck, you got some ears on your man, oh. <laughs> and I was, and so, like, I was never paranoid about my body, it was just my ears. <laughs> Maybe that's why I was too consumed with how my ears looked to care about how my body looked. 
Maybe that's why I didn't struggle. <laughs> so the reason I just laughed is because I was just thinking of that when you just said, like, the things that stick with you. Oh, God. <laughs> Pretty vulnerable. Here we are. Yeah. So everyone, everyone knows my weakness now. Look out. You're welcome. <laughs> she is human. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then, like, comments that my pa- I was saying Jay's before, well, before, like, my parents used to say things, and, like, I'm, I'm sure they didn't say it out of malice, but it's, like, as a kid who's already self-conscious and you hear that, you're like, fuck, like, yeah, I do have big legs. Like, yeah, yeah. So that's like I've kind of like dealt with that. But, and that time. would be another thing for me. My parents have never, yeah. and they still never comment on how I look. Yeah, they and I don't think they do that on purpose to not be body image. They, they, just, they just don't give a shit about how they look. Like, yeah, it's just never been a thing in my like my family or anything. Yeah, and then yeah, it derives so much from like your childhood and your family because yeah. like say for Mandy, it you your parents never did it, and then your parents did. And for me, it's my, my culture and my background. Um, like, Filipinos are so, like, built to be petite and yeah. thin. Um, not they, unhealthy. Do they thin, value but, that as well? Like, that's, like, yeah, like their that's, beauty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, the white skin yeah. and um, just small and petite. Yeah. So, just when... white skin. They have a lot like of whitening, whitening products. products. Like, we want what? to be tan here. We have tanning. They have whitening lotions, face creams, everything. Scrubs, like, to be whiter. To lose that pigmentation, that beautiful like tan that people here want. When we go to but when we used to go to Bali all the time, the ladies would come yeah. and like try and cover us up on the beach. Like, no, 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 no don't, don't wreck your skin. It's Holy insane. crap! Yeah, just ones that they don't have. Yes, oh. yeah, and that's the thing. No one's happy. That's yeah. insanity. Yeah. So they like like the porcelain white skin type thing. I think they do to know that, that that stuff doesn't work right, like with their skin. What do you mean? Like the whitening products? No, it does. What? Yeah, it does. How does There's it change some white fillers out there? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I have so much to Google later. <laughs> You've much to learn, but yeah, it's it's crazy. And the thing is, like when I moved to Australia, and food here was so abundant. Like I grew up not in poverty, but like you were in poverty. I was in poverty, but then when 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 um you know my mum moved overseas to help us like with money and stuff and then we, we were comfortable we had food yeah. on the table but then moving here everything was so abundant and like we had money and whatnot so I, I was eating food you know like I wasn't used to in the Philippines so I gained weight and then going home to visit like my family they'd just make comments straight away and like, how much weight did you gain um so like my height now so I'm like just scraping five <laughs> just scraping in there 150 centimeters so i think my highest weight would have been like 58 60 kilos yeah. um and that with my height it's like a kilo on me you can you can tell it's yeah. a big difference so i got comments like um like you ballooned like i remember that distinctly someone using the word like i look like a balloon God so damn. i know and that was what maybe 13 back then that someone said that like a family member i think it was like one of my uncles or something so that sticks with you and then then during my journey into like weight loss and then my like just unhealthy relationship with food started so yeah it's crazy what like as as a young person family and culture and mm. that can that's insane yeah and what were some of the comments that you would hear from parents and um i just i don't know anything like specifically but there would always be comments about my legs like i've always had just like bigger legs um yeah it would always just be comments about that so yeah just always about my size like i don't 
I don't really know. It's interesting, and I've, and I've got friends now that I can, I, I've heard them in their late 20s and early 30s. I can, like, I've heard, I've been in the room where their mum will comment on the way they look, and it blows my mind, yeah. and I, I get, like, a bit cross, like, I'm a bit mad. I'm like, that's not okay, like, to comment on. And that's why I've got that, like, I've had that sort of rule from the very start, like, try to, you know, instead of comp- complimenting people on what they look like, compliment them of what they couldn't do and what they can now do yeah. because of what they've worked on. Like, yeah. a lot of the time doesn't matter. You can't change the way you look. And even if you do, is it going to really change the way you it's feel? It's not going to make you, like, unless, yeah, unless losing a significant amount of weight is going to make you healthier. Like, mm. I don't know. It's just, you're never going to be happy mm. with it. Like, it's never going to be enough, I don't think. Mm. So, yeah, we have such a big focus on, like, performance and function rather than the weight on the scale yeah and i'm sure that's what you fell in love with and you probably yes, yeah what, what we fell in love with with crossfit i think yeah. like we're going to the crossfit gym for the first time so i probably stopped i think my comp was in september and then i didn't do anything for a really long time um like ended a relation had a friend pass away ended a relationship um and then I went to regionals as a physio so it would have been like the May or whenever that was the following year so it was probably like six or seven months later and joined a CrossFit gym when I got back from there um and I was like oh my god there's no mirrors in here this is amazing like no one even cared Mm. what you looked like and people were wearing like shitty clothes like you know like it didn't matter yeah and that was so and people you know overweight people had their shirts off and fit people had their shirts off and no one actually cared what anyone looked like and for me that was such like a like a relief to mm. not have to think about that stuff anymore yeah and people were celebrating like oh my god you can do pull-ups rather than oh my god your legs look amazing like it was just such a bit it was such a different world and i just felt like immediate oh thank god yeah <laughs> like i found my thing yeah definitely yeah crazy that's definitely what i same thing like i remember rocking up the first day and there was like mums that have got four kids with their shirts off and their stretch marks out and they just did not give any fucks yeah. and, and was, no one gives any fucks no like and i was like this is sweet the coolest thing ever i yeah. still vividly remember she's gonna get mad at me for saying this kath um over at the old gym the first time she took her shirt off in a workout um so kath has lost how much weight like over 20, 20 kilos plus, i reckon yeah. Um, and it was a really hot day and it was, I reckon it would have been a mid morning class and I could see that she was struggling and she just went like, and took her (laughs) shirt off. And I was like, Oh my God, like that is the coolest thing ever. Like I'll always remember that. It was, it was just such like a moment. Yeah. So, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool when that stuff happens. It's so good. I think I remember it was, it was so refreshing, like walking into CrossFit gym because my, like after, you know, trying to lose weight for the sake of like losing weight and then having an unhealthy relationship with food, working in like the normal gyms where my role models were people who did like bodybuilding Mm. and physique and based everything on how you looked. Then walking into a CrossFit gym where it was like so totally different. Like it was, I got to work on like, you know technique and new skills and what weight I could do and like am I mobile enough or like flex like all those things and it just completely took away that pressure mm. yeah so refreshing yeah. definitely is and so what do you guys say to members if someone comes to you and is talking about this stuff like what advice would you give them to like switch their thinking around if someone's overweight and they're really self-conscious well, kind of what, like, yeah, what Jay said before, it's like, is this going to matter? <clears throat> if, like, the way you're feeling and what you're focusing on 
does it does it actually matter like mm-hmm. is it is what you're focusing on going to change anything anyway why not focus more on a performance-based goal so like switching your mindset of like wanting to be a size 10 or way under 80 kilos or whatever it is switch it to i want to be able to um you know run um a kilometer without stopping to start with and then mm-hmm. building your, you know working your time down so switching your goals to performance-based goals is always going to um just be a more positive like way to look at it yeah and that's yeah again why i love this and um like crossfit as a you know um way to keep healthy and as a sport i think it's it can be both and it can be done really well if you if you choose to do it right like you're not doing it to lose weight like don't get me wrong and this is what i said to you before um we started recording like i like there's a fine line between um what's the word body body positivity like i'm all for people being body positive as well as long as you don't use that as a like a like a thing to fall back on it's like i'm just big boned or i'm you know this is what i am like this is what my family is like you can you can be comfortable with who you are and be happy with who you are whilst trying to be healthy yeah like body positivity and health sometimes i feel like they're two very different things yeah um and i think that there's a yeah a big fine line between between both um i hope i explained that properly. yeah and i think that's why we focus like health is more than weight it's your blood pressure it's your body fat percentage it's your mile time it's your back squat weight like there's so many factors that make up health and yes we can just focus on that weight on the scales but actually if we switch that over to your performance like we know if your mile gets faster the other things are probably going to improve as well which means less weight on the scales potentially so like everything kind of gets better together Mm -hmm. if we can focus on that performance side of things so I think that's really important yeah yeah um how did you like and so apart from the mindset stuff what else did you do Jay to Um, like I I agree with both of you in terms of like focusing on performance and stuff I think part of my journey was also just really looking like reflecting um and dissecting like what makes me feel good and why when I didn't feel good like why didn't I and sometimes it even came down to like it simple things like buying a piece of clothing that I really like but then stopping myself because I'm like oh no I don't think I deserve it and Mm -hmm. then Nick's really good at like catching my words and then be like what do you mean you don't deserve it so I think like then thinking that um why did I use that word and then yeah just like your whole history like assess all of that get real deep with why do you feel like this and I think just realizing like what your background is and why you came to be like this and you can start undoing those little like habits or patterns in your head um that's a pretty uncomfortable thing to do yeah. like to have that deep dive into why you feel the way you feel I think yeah. it's very con- it's con- confronting yeah. but I think um it's totally worth it especially if you as cliche as it sounds like want to live your best life is you've got to know yourself inside out like what makes you tick what makes you feel good um and then just whatever makes you feel good whether that's your favorite music and like once you start feeling good inside again cliche but (laughs) you start you you will like it'll come out and people notice that difference about you when you start behaving differently and i know you just got to glow about you um yeah just i think looking like really digging deep I had yeah. to do a lot of stuff like that to be comfortable yeah. with who who I am and where I am and what I look like, not compare myself to others anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still find yourself doing that? 
Um, nowhere near as much. Like Mandy said, you can just like I see someone appreciate like they look really good. Um, maybe like for a second, be like, well, if I didn't eat nachos last night, I could have some abs. <laughs> but like, I like food too much, so yeah. I've like yeah accepted that that I don't. My body will not be like their body. Like this is my body, and I'm made to be short, <laughs> like food, and like you know intense exercise. So yeah, yeah I'll, I'll work with that. Like I'll make the best of what I like. You know, yeah. might as well. And I think that's a good um, point to mention as well as like. And absolutely no, I'm not knocking any of these girls that have these businesses, but like the, you know, Ashley Vines, Kayla, whatever her last name is, um, what's the other, Chantel Duncan. Yeah. Like those girls are built that way. Like there's genetics have a huge part of what they're like, they look like. like. they, they may eat very similar to Jay, but I'm sorry, Jay, you're never going to be, yeah. not going to look like that. Which is <laughs> a tall and skinny, yo. Like, you, like, and they're using that to sell a product, but unfortunately that, you know, people look at that and go, oh, well, I'll just eat I'm the same as them. Like I'm going to look like yeah. her. It's never going to happen. Yeah. So I think, like Jay just said, work with what you got, <clears throat> as in, like, you know what you're you know if you're overweight or not like you know what your genetically sort of makeup is like yeah. whether you've got a big butt skin yeah. waist like work with what you got buy don't just you know buy clothes because it um suits your friend that's a completely different shape and it looks good on her like work work with what you got in all of the different ways like buy things that fit your shape and make you feel good don't buy something because it look good on someone else yeah, yeah stuff like that and i think well. that's like getting back to what jay said like really knowing yourself like knowing yeah, knowing all of those things about yourself rather than just following the trend that you saw on Instagram. Definitely. Earlier yeah. this week. Definitely. I think, yeah, it's just important. Little, little like, practices of pick something that you like about yourself, even if it's so lame. Like, for me, use myself. I, I want to, like, ask you both as well. Like, for me, I, I have big eyes. Like, accentuate your eyes. Mm. Like, if you're getting, like, going to dinner or something, put some, like, put a little bit of makeup on. Like, have fun, have fun with it. I think people are too you know, can get too relaxed and then they, like, there's nothing wrong with what you look like every single day. Mm -hmm. Learn to love yourself that way as well. But then the other side of that is have fun. Like Mandy said, if you've got like a small waist and a bigger butt, but like you've got those nice, beautiful curves, wear clothing that like accentuates that and you'll feel so good. And you'll learn that, yeah, you've got these features that you can just flaunt. Yeah. I think the older I get, the more... I think being off social, I'm going to say it every week now, but being off social <laughs> media has been such a, like a powerful thing because we, we see that same, like you said, that same body type on all the Fitzbo pages. Like it's mm-hmm. that tall, really thin, really lean yeah. um, girl. And then the like the hair and makeup and the eyebrows and the eyelashes, like it's all one kind of look. But like we don't look like that in real life. Like mm. no one looks like that. So yeah, you just got to make the most of what you got. And it's not... It's not cocky, by the way. I mean, there's a fine line between self-confidence and cocky. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong. I think, you know, we've been kind of conditioned to, like, if you like yourself or if you say something good about yourself, everyone's like, oh, she's up herself. Yeah. Yeah. But there's That's nothing... So true. Yeah. Nothing wrong with being like, I like the way I look. Yeah. Like, I think I look good today. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. All the power Definitely. to you. Yeah. Definitely. I think that's a good point too, Candice. With social media, I think that's got a huge... Well, any kind of any kind of media, yeah. like it's all in your face about what you know we should look like and stuff like that. But I think yeah, like turn it off, 
Stop looking at it. Get off it. If whatever's whatever you're looking at, if it's making you feel bad, probably stop looking at that. Yeah. Your life will improve immensely so fast, I promise. Definitely. What else? Anything else? So any any final tips? I think in a, in a summary. I think like if you're struggling with that, pick a performance goal. Yeah. Pick something like it, any it can be anything and just start working on it because we know if you you know if you get that mile run faster the rest of it's going to fix itself mm. um, it's going to have to to get faster at the run but you actually have to work for that thing then yeah exactly and that's what my next thing I was going to say is read Atomic Habits oh my god mm. I can do a whole get podcast those, get on every chapter of that book I reckon we probably should start oh, like it's the, the greatest thing yeah. I've ever read it's ever. so amazing it's like once you set that goal and then you know taking a look at your systems and your habits to get to that goal and I think that's another thing to look at if you're someone who like it's all in a cycle like whoever spoke to you Jay um, about body image and not comparing they would they would have a vicious cycle that they would be working through all the time yeah and it would be look at her she looks amazing I don't look like that better go eat my body weight and chocolate I'll look now I look even worse look at her she looks amazing it would just go around this fucked up cycle and it's like look at your look at your habits and look at what you're doing and you need to find something to break that yeah. and put something else in there though like make Ooh, sure I'm you getting excited. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, let's do that next week. We'll talk about that. Okay, so, cool. So really good. good. I'm okay. excited. Anything else? <laughs> no. It's a bad time to say I haven't read the book. <gasps> You've got a week. No, I've not read the book. You've got one week. Interesting. I'll borrow one of yours. Yeah, yeah. I've got to. She probably has it on the e-reader. Like, <laughs> on my Kindle. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you my actual book because I like <laughs> actual books. I'm old school. Everyone had their little like e-reader Kindle yeah. shit on the plane. I was we like, like fucking boxes. Yeah, <laughs> I was like eight bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Ten page. Works. Yeah. Love a good book. Um, Anything else? What do we got? Oh, we've got next week, next Friday. We'll put the event up um, later today after our meeting. What and wine. Bring your friends. Yes. We'll put some Can more that details. friend be male? Someone asked. Ooh. No. No. We had a boy one. Unless yeah. I get... Mm. Mm-hmm. No. 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 Not for this one, because it's for women's health. It's for yeah, women's I thought health it was week. for women's health, yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> Bring them to the next boy one. Yeah. yeah, we'll have another boy one soon. We'll alternate those yeah. every month or so. Yeah, for sure. Anything else? I think that's all I got for you. Oh, mm. buy some My Muscle. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Uh, actually, people have bought lots today. Um, we'll be getting a new shipment every 10 days or so, so make sure you get in and buy them. We won't buy them anymore, and then you won't have them anymore. <laughs> Otherwise, Mandy and I will just eat all of them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Have a great weekend. Goodbye. Bye, Bye guys.